Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word, as divisive as it may end up being, it also calls us unto you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that you give to us in Jesus, and we pray that you work by your Holy Spirit to open our hearts, open our ears, to hear your word, and that that word would shape our lives, and that you, that you would be first in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So did you hear those first verses of Jesus's kind of end of his discourse, right? As he has been talking with the disciples whom he is sending out on mission, this is the end of his apostolic discourse, right? As he is giving them kind of fair warning of what is going to come ahead of them as he sends them out to do his work and do his bidding. Don't think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. Now, I've not come to bring peace, but a sword. Wait, no peace? What, what happened to all the stuff at Christmas with the angels that were saying, glory to God on high, peace to men on earth, and goodwill? What happened to all the proclamations of peace, and his title is Prince of Peace? What happened? What do you mean, Jesus? No peace. If you didn't come to bring peace and you came to bring a sword, do you, you mean that there's going to be division? I mean, swords are part of battle. Swords are part of warfare. Swords are part of chaos. And if you didn't bring to be, come to bring peace, then, then what's the result? What's going to come of all of this? I mean, you can imagine the disciples as they're heading off into what they're going to do, and Jesus is telling them there's going to be persecution. There's going to be people that are going to hear your message from me and not agree with it. There's going to be people that kick you out of their homes, that kick you out of their towns. None of that sounds very peaceful. Now, of course, he he gives them some encouragement. He says, I'm going to be with you. My word will be around you. My love will continue to be with you. But it does not change the fact that there's still going to be chaos that comes around because of this word that is being preached, this division that comes up. See, and I think we have a really hard time with division, and maybe it's sometimes even a fear of division. I mean, look around. We, we don't really know how to handle division very well. If we get into a discussion with somebody who has a different point of view than we do, it's a hard thing to handle. Sometimes we feel safer dividing immediately and just going into two camps on two different sides so that we don't have to deal with that tension anymore and then within our own little camp there isn't any more division anymore. It's hard to be in relationship there when there's a differing point of view so that division is a hard thing to handle. Yet, division is very apparent. And look around. I've realized there are certain things that just don't go well together, that don't work well together. I mean, Anytime I try and wear a mask and my glasses, my glasses don't work well with the mask on. Not at all. They steam up, they fog up, and I'd rather have one over the other. It's hard to have those two things working together. I think it happens in a lot of other places in life too. 
Hey, oil and vinegar, those two things don't go together. Missouri and Mexican food, those two things don't go together. And it's just certain things in life that don't go well together. And as we look at the world around us, we see the division that plays out. So we hear Jesus' words, and he says, I didn't come to bring peace but a sword. And we can look around outside of the church maybe and say, okay, I get it. There's going to be division out there. Some folks that aren't going to hear his word, and they're, they're just not going to grapple with it, and they're going to divide themselves from it and be out there, and, and that's fine out there. But then Jesus gets really personal. He says that he's come to separate a man from his father, a daughter from her mother, a daughter-in-law from her mother-in-law, right in the heart of the home, right in the place where there should be all kinds of peace and unity. There's going to be division because of his word? That's hard to handle. And Maybe you've seen that play out in life. If the house might be very peaceful, having never heard God's word. And as soon as God's word is implanted into it, as soon as God's word becomes primary in the midst of that house, as soon as he has the place and the center, sometimes it causes division within that home. And that's a hard thing to walk through because our very personal relationships at that point that have been doing just fine now have a new tension. There's a new division. And it's heartbreaking to see when that happens. See, we have a, a fear of that division. We don't want it. And even before the law came into our knowledge, right, kind of as Paul was writing too, he said, I didn't even know what sin was until the law showed me what sin was. The earth kind of sat very blissfully in peaceful sin. Yet God's word, with that word of truth coming in, starts to show that there is something else that needs to take center primacy within our life besides our own wants, our own desires, and sometimes even our own family. Jesus comes to be that centerpiece. He comes to be that word of truth in the midst of things, and it's not necessarily the purpose of that word to cause division, but the result of that word is definitely going to cause division. And we mourn that, and we're sorrowful for that, because that is not what we see as the heart of God. We know the heart of God is to draw all people unto himself, yet not all people are going to hear his word. And when that happens with our loved ones in our very own home, it's heartbreaking. So more often than not, we don't want to deal with the division. We may try and just keep the peace and not talk about religion or politics at the house. We may just want to not venture into those things so that we can keep some semblance of connection. And yet when it comes down to it, we still need to stand on God's word. So what do we do with all of this? What do we do when there's division we don't want? What do we do when all that we want is peace in the midst of all of these situations? Well, we've got to rely on God. We've got to rely on God's Word. We've got to rely on the Holy Spirit to continue to work, to continue to work on the hardened hearts, to soften them, to hear His Word. We have to continue to pray because Jesus came into the world to maybe not bring peace to the earth, he certainly came to bring peace before you and God. And that's what is 
death was all about. That's what his rising again was all about, was to make things right between a sin-corrupted creation and the creator of the universe. That's the peace that Jesus brought, was to make sure that things were bought back from Satan. When Satan, all that he wants is division between the creation and the creator. And Jesus came in to say, no, I'm going to make that division go away one day. And that division is going to be made right in me. And I'm going to bring peace between that creation and the creator so that there is a peace that we have hope in. And there is a peace that we are promised. And so in our lives daily in this moment, we're still called to speak a word of peace. We're still called to speak of what Christ has done for all of creation. We're still called to speak of the fact that Christ has died for your sins and forgiven you and then rises again to bring you new life and then sends the Holy Spirit to strengthen you each day. You see, the chaos and the division and the things that are in the world are not going to go away. As we know time and as we know our days right now, division is going to be there. Yet Christ promises to be in the midst of it. He promises to be in the midst of it for your good, and he promises to be in the midst of it continuing to speak a word of peace. And so when those divisions come up in the home, when those divisions come up within the family, Christ says, continue to put me in the center. Continue to hold on to my word of peace. And though the divisions come, I will not run away. I will be present in the middle of all of that, continually working to bring peace. Even though some may not hear it, he's continually working to bring peace. And so it's that peace that we have hope in, and it's that peace that we rest in, and it's that peace that we long for, and it's that peace that when we say, Lord, come quickly, we want that peace. So though we may have a hard time with division, unfortunately it's not going away right now. But we do have a Lord that promises to be in the middle of all of it for the forgiveness of our sins and for the redemption of our souls and for the reconciliation, the buying back of us to make us right before God and bring peace in that relationship. And that's the peace that you have in Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Would you pray with me? Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for peace. We want your peace to be present upon this earth and we don't see it and it wrecks us and we pray, Father, that you would strengthen us by your Spirit. That even when we want to run and divide, that you would give us the strength to continue to speak peace. That you would continue to give us hearts for those around us that need to hear your word. That you would continue to work by your Spirit to point to the truth of your Son, Jesus who has died and risen again for the forgiveness of our sins and promises life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.